on this the second anniversary of the big damn cat yes for those who are listening on their headmophones you're missing half the story <laughs> for those who are currently watching this live on the evening of wednesday the 20th of june 2018 welcome i am 16 small italian men crammed into a clown car pissed off their tits and i am matthew and i'll be your uber driver this evening <laughs> Well, you've been those weird pre-YouTube video commercials where they're like, look at this genuine banter. <laughs> These are definitely look not actors. This. No, I am the person who provides all the canned uh, mic chat for the Ooh. the demos of The Division at Ubisoft <laughs> conferences. Christ alive. It's I mean, painful. We touched on E3. And just planet of the spider. Star. <laughs> Oh god, E3 had some delights. But speaking of delights, um, and, and the world of gaming, we are streaming this episode live on Twitch right now. Competing but, with Doctor Who on Twitch. I know, which, which is I haven't why watched any of yet. On Twitch, see, Lou and I, and people who follow like uh, my YouTube channel will learn this very soon, we started marathoning Doctor Who before this marathon began, because mm. we're, we're hipsters. Yeah. We did it before it was cool, obviously. We did it before it was cool. Yeah. I mean, no, no one watches the sensorites because they think it's cool. <laughs> is um, the sensorites cool? The sensorites is boring. Anyway, <laughs> it's got an amazing first episode and then it's five episodes of gash. But um, we we started marathon it, so we're, we're going slowly. So I've not de- dipped into Twitch solely because I'm like, I just I feel like I'm going to be cheating on the stream here on our, on our own like thing. Maybe I will dip in for some of my favourites. Who knows? Who bloody knows? But all I know is we are competing tonight, I believe, with John Pertwee's last season. And that's a... I don't want to say it's a brilliant season, but there's definitely three really good stories. Well, the Time Warriors already happened. Okay, so the next one will be Invasion of the Dinosaurs? Oh, no. Oh, um, no. Um, Curse of Peladon? A Monster of Peladon. They're like on the shelf. I should, you know what? This, it's is, li- this is live action. I'm going to get up and read them. No, no. it's it's ta- Oh, no. It's Time, time Warrior... Invasion, uh, invasion of the dinosaurs. of the Dinosaurs, Death to the Daleks. Oh, jeez, I forgot about Death to the Daleks. Well, that's been a gob, that's been a gob. Uh, Monster of Peladon. And... Oh, no, they're not showing Death to the Daleks, are they? Because they're not showing any of the Terry, non-Terranation oh, Daleks. Oh, no, they did, they did show that one because apparently... See, because we're not watching it, we know, we know some shit about it. Yeah, apparently, um, they accidentally were playing the subtitles for Invasion of the Dinosaurs over the top of, of Death to the Daleks. Oh. Yeah, so... Oh. We are a slightly more professional unit. <laughs> unit. Uh, My name 70, is Hugh. 70s unit. or 80s, you can decide. Um, uh, but as we are streaming this on Twitch uh, in London, 1965, we have got live commentary. We currently have people watching along. Hello, guys. Hope you'll stick with us for the next two hours of filth. We have some things planned and some other stuff. We have. Planned. I have absolutely nothing planned. <laughs> this is all on him. I don't know what you're talking about. All him. You, you, you're, you're the, you are the musical extravaganza of this. I mean, that's literally all event. I do. How dare you? How dare Music you? Music is all there is. It's, it's all encompassing. Uh, according to the um, the light gun game Revolution X featuring Aerosmith, music is the weapon. 
That's a real thing. You learn something every That's day. That's a real thing. There was a, there was a mid nineties um, digitized graphics arcade light gun shooter called Revolution X featuring the music of Aerosmith, <laughs> where music was the weapon. Oh God! And it did have home console versions for PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Music is the way. It is the weapon. I saw Joe Perry. I saw Hollywood Vampires uh, this previous Sunday at the Emerald Arena. And uh, Joe Perry is part of the Hollywood Vampires, and they yeah. they did Sweet Emotion, which of was really surreal to see with Alice Cooper doing the vocals. It was beautiful. It was absolutely yeah. Beautiful. I imagine that is slightly strange. Mm. It was a good gig. It was a really good gig. It was um, the Damned, and then the Darkness, and then Hollywood Vampires. <laughs> uh, it was really enjoyable. Um, I saw Foo Fires last night. Yeah. Hashtag living my best life. Um. So. I see what you guys are saying over in the comments because for those listening in the future, we here in the past are interacting with a cornucopia. It looks like of, of, of filthy, filthy what's it? That's what filthy, we call them. Filthy, filthy big damn fans. We don't have a name for them. Ah, uh, nothing. Not we can repeat. Let's on the call air. them nubbins. <laughs> nubbins. You lot are the nubbins. Sweet, sweet nubbins. Sweet little nubbins. Let's see what you nubbins have been saying so far. Plenty of comments kicking off. I'm sure this rate will consist throughout the two hours. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm sure. Uh, Captain Nadan Eleven says, "Want to build an ark? I know a guy." That's yeah, already. Gag, 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 gag. That's already the funniest thing that's going to be said in this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ginger animates corners total hipsters. Thanks, John. Thanks. Uh, Lewis tells us to leave the sensor rights alone. You Tories. <laughs> Call me in. Says London 1965. I'm imagining several of those throughout this. Oh, I've already seen several. Um, it's it's a it's a London 1965 kind of night. <laughs> How dare you put your lips to Herdnall's horn <laughs> in such a in such a carefree manner. Um... Lewis wants to know when does class on Netflix commentary start? Uh, in about three <laughs> time. Um, oof, I placed him. <laughs> Mr. Tom, hello, Christopher and Matthew. Is it Tom? It is Tom Monty. It is Tom Monty. Great to see your faces for once. Well, Tom Monty. Welcome. I can't do it. Welcome, Mr. Monty, <laughs> to the live podcast. <laughs> the people shouting Tom Monty in the comments. <laughs> um, nice one. Uh, Lewis wants us to endorse his views. Because we're um, mm, I, I may or may not endorse any views. We'll, we'll endorse something at some point. <laughs> now, uh, I noticed the viewership has just dropped by 75%. So you obviously don't like us saying things you write. Uh, so let's talk about... Let's not do that ever again. Let's talk about things that other people write. Okay. We? All right. Um, <sighs> brief bit of pop culture and news. Yes. Today saw the release of Amazing Spider-Man 801. Ooh. Which is Dan Slott's last issue. I thought 800 was his last issue. No, 801. 800 Weird. was the end of the big arc, but he, he always had a, a smaller story planned for his last, so he asked for one more issue. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, like six months ago, they announced he would end on a 801. As that's out today, as is his first issue of um, Iron, uh, Man. Iron Man. Which I think it's called, is it called Tony Stark Iron Man? I have no idea what it's called. Um. But yeah, so the end of one era and the beginning of another, and I've not read them because I've been here preparing for this. Hey, hey. so I'll look uh, them up when I get home. Yeah, but what a weird thought. Because we're we're quite big, fa- we're quite not remotely apologetic fans of the Dan Slott era yeah. of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, we love his stuff and, and well, the I'm experiment about, of it all. I'm only about halfway through it. You've actually read all of it. I'm I'm still I'm, I'm two arcs behind the end. Yeah, I'm still yeah. stuck on that Parker look because I just haven't had time to read further. Um, Once you get worldwide, all the Zodiac stuff's really fascinating. Like the whole secret agent company owning like sort of globe trotting adventures is such a weird change for him, but it really works. Secret. Agent man! Just to make it clear, it's an agent. 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 <laughs> Can you be a secret Asian man? 
<laughs> well, good night, everybody. Uh, we've been, I, been reported for horrible content. I guess if no one sees your face. <laughs> um, Terrible. That was that took a turn, didn't it? Did it? Mm. It did. Speaking of turn, tonight's episode is not sponsored, but Christ, we wish it was, by alcohol. Um, this is Berries and Cherries by Old Melt Cider. Uh, this is Hallowed by Robinsons, created by Iron Maiden. Just to prove that it's real to those listening in the future. <laughs> it's actual, actual real glass bottles. Before the glass was used up. Before, before the oil wars. How far in the future do you think this is going to go out? In, consequently, the oil wars were actually fought over gas. The more you know. You must watch these points. The less um, we feel. So, let, let's talk, so uh, what, do, what do you feel about Dan Slot? What do I feel about Dan yeah. Slot? I, I like him a lot, and I know a lot of people, based on the comments on our YouTube videos, on Dan Slot's work and his cameo at the start of but Spider-Man. A lot of people hate the fact we like his stuff. Not necessarily people who follow our things, but people who definitely went on the stuff where we talked about Dan Slot to bitch about it. Yeah, gag, gag, gag. Dan's a lovely guy. Um, very confrontational on Twitter <laughs> to people. That's why I think there's a misconception. Yeah. But no, he's a lovely fella, and, and I like his writing a lot. I think he he focused a lot on Peter Parker's humanity over his years on Amazing Spider-Man. He 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 did he did that, but he never decided to keep putting the toys back in the box. Mm. He was like, while I've got these toys, and while I know how long I get to play with them, I'm going to play some interesting games. Which is why we got things like the Superior Spider-Man. Which is why it was good that one. Ends of the Earth was a teaser for stuff that came later, like like uh, the worldwide era, like Parker Industries and all this yeah. stuff. Like, he he gave Spidey bigger platforms to uh, to fail <laughs> in as 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 a hero. Like because that's, that's the part of the Parker story is that eventually something will knock him down and he will get the back up and keep going. He will, he will get the back up. He will get the back up. He will get the... Who's the back up? Miles? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Mockingbird? She's been in quite a lot of okay. it recently. So yeah. Were yeah. they, they dating uh, for a little bit? They were. Uh, and may may still be. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm a couple hours behind. But yeah, so. he will be missed. But I'm still interested to see what he's going to do with Tony Stark and with Iron Man. Because Iron Man is now, after ten years, a flagship character of the yeah. company. Which is just a weird Not part. something I ever thought I was going to see, to be honest. And we all just thought um, it was a terrible 90s animated show and that'd be it. Oh, it man! Terrible. Iron Man! Um, Iron Man! Other weird stuff happening. Iron Man! That's, that's horrible. Um, other weird stuff. No, don't. Stop. Spider Woman and War Machine and um, Ensemble for some reason. Couple of things from the chat. Uh, hey, Tom things. asks. You little nubbins. Tom asks, will this episode of the Big Damn Cast be uploaded to SoundCloud? Yes! Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Uh, Captain Adam says, "Can you do this every week, guys? Maybe not Maybe every, not every week, week, but this could be the start of something new. It could be the start um, of something beautiful." I'm winking for those listening at home later. I'm winking right now. Uh, I'm winking. Uh, uh. I'm winking with an eye. Um, <laughs> well, you can't see below the. Um, Fucking. Uh, another weird thing from comics. Yes. Um. So. You know everyone's favourite Superman movie, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Sorry, could you repeat the previous part of that sentence? Everyone's what Superman movie? Everyone's favourite Superman movie, Superman 4, The Jesus Quest for Peace. Jesus wept, yes. Um, 
you know the the iconic piece. the iconic um, villain, the Nuclear Man. <laughs> hmm. He's he's coming to DC Comics as Superman at the hands of Brian Michael Bendis. What's in this? Basically, because someone dared him to. Someone said to Brian Michael Bendis, "Hey Brian, I dare you put Nuclear Man in your Superman book. In your Superman book, you're over at DC." Hit, start as you mean to go on. Hit the ground running. Put Nuclear Man in a comic. Okay. okay. Is it confirmed that it's happening or is he teasing no, himself? No, he's confirmed that it is happening because it's in Superman issue two and he provided some art, some pencil art from Ivan Rice, who's the artist on said issue. Alright, so he's, he's, he's on teasing Instagram. it. He's teasing it. He's teasing using Nuclear Man for definite. No, he's telling you that Nuclear oh, Man shit. is okay. in issue two right. of Superman. I thought the pencil and he art is was providing just art to... from Ivan Rice. Okay. You know what this means? What? I don't know. Do you know what this means? No. Right, good. I mean, it means that Nuclear Man is appearing in a Superman book. We're both as confused as can be. Um, <laughs> and it's weird. I, have you, you've not read any Man of Steel. I've not read have any you? of Brian, Brian Michael Bendis, which is his entire name, and he, he demands you use it. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. But emphasis on Michael. Brian Michael? Bendis. Brian? Michael Bendis? No. Is it Brian Michael Bendis or is it Brian Michael Bendis? <laughs> it's just Bendis! If you're a spine man, like we are, <laughs> it's uh, it's just Bendis. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Jessica Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Jessica Jones. Look at her. Look at her little face. And her slightly larger Mark Bagley face. A very, very, very good book. Very good book, oh. which I shouldn't show any on the stream. Even though we're marked some mature, mature content, this would rack it right up. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Not really been a great deal of exciting news this week. We, um, I was You know, it's almost like the, the, the media wanted to give us nothing to talk about. Yeah. What a bat um, bastards. I, I'd heard rumours <laughs> that there was going to be a Doctor Who trailer this week, but that looks like that hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of sad. Or it's going to drop. As we're broadcasting. It's literally going to drop at 8pm tonight. Swines. <laughs> um, oh, mince. Hello, Jacob, in the chat, by the way. Hello, team. Um, you are being very lovely. Thank you very much for joining us for this bit of filth. <laughs> we are going to be looking at some emails that have been sent in, but considering you are here live, if there's any burgeoning questions you want answered, we will glance at them. That's what the chat's there and for. silently decide whether to answer them or not. Hey! But do send um, them in. Yeah, so not a huge amount of news. There's a new trailer for the Meg, new international trailer. A new for trailer the Meg. for the Meg. Uh, a new trailer for Have the Meg. Have you seen that stand? Right, so um, yeah. don't stalk me, creepy bastards. But okay. Great Northern Cinema. Uh, AMC is our well, formerly AMC, based on which side of the building you're standing on. Um, is our sort of go-to cinema. It's an Odeon now. It's very sad. They have a giant Meg yes. standee at the bottom of the escalators. Yes. I love it. Yes. And I love how whenever I go past it, and there's other people like nearby. 99% of the time, they go, hell's that? What the hell is that? And I, I'm looking forward to flashing forward listen, into a world where people know what the Meg is. It's Jason Statham versus a giant shark. What more do you want? What, what more do you people I want? don't have anything else to give you. Jason Statham versus a freaking Megalodon. Uh, but not only that, Sweet Prince, there's a giant squid in it as well. A giant squid. That will probably be eaten by the shark. Oh, I think that's in the trailer. Yep. Well, there we go. Spoiler alert. Do you know what the trailer came out this week that really got on my tits? Oh. Pred the Predator trailer 2 came out. Oh, I've not seen trailer 2. Okay. Should we do a live watching of it? No, for copyright reasons. 
I'll, I'll turn but the I'll tell you this. Down. What would be the blandest, laziest plot twist that they could take? Um, so it's a movie about... The, it's another Predator film. It's set in a small town. Yeah. So we've already had that before with ADP Requiem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we've had Predators in a small town. It's directed by Shane Black. Yay. Yeah. Written by Shane Black. Written by Shane Black. Yay. Stars the bloke who's the baddie in Logan. Yay. Um, oh, what's he called? Uh, Dick Pimple no. McScratchnips. He's not called Dick Pimple McScratchnips. Nubbin McGee. He's not called Nubbin McGee. He's called... Why isn't he called Nubbin McGee? Something. Why isn't he called Something Nubbin what I can't remember. Nubbin McGee. Uh, anyway, carry on. Nubbin McGee stars... Carry on. ...in the Shane Black film. Boyd Holbrook. That's what he's called. I prefer Nubbin McGee. Just ever so slightly. Um, so, you know, all good signs. Practical effects. You see flashes of the Predator in the first trailer. What is the laziest plot twist they could use? And I'll give you a hint. It's one that the franchise has already used. Oh, he's a-thinking. He's pondering. Are you pondering what I'm pondering, Pinky? I don't know, Brain. I don't know, Brain. What is the laziest plot twist they could have used? Wow, he, he was more cockney than ever before. Oh, I like yeah. that. I've, I've There's a bigger predator. <laughs> Again. <laughs> predator. Revolutionary action movie that decided to take all of your preconceptions I... of the 80s. Because imagine growing up in the 80s, being a teen in the 80s and watching Predator after you'd watched these decades, like this almost decades worth of big strong dudes with guns in action movies. And suddenly that movie is about the big strong dudes getting their asses handed to them by an invisible killer that basically strips the flesh from their bones and uses it as trophies. That's pretty cool, right? That's the shake-up of that genre. I'd hate... I'd, I would... He would. He would. He would. I'd be hesitant to call Predator a revolutionary action movie. Great. Great action movie. But revolutionary? I think not. Look him in the eye and apologise. I'm sorry, Mr. Predator. God, all right. <laughs> Is it... First name of the last name Predator? Keith. Keith. First name is Keith. Keith Predator. Keith Predator. I'm sorry, Keith Predator. Keith Owato Predator. For those watching on, for those listening on the podcast, after uh, the fact, I'm actually speaking to a Necker Predator action figure. How dare you? I'm a doll. It's a little cross-eyed. We're taking it back. <laughs> We're taking it back for the Predators. Yeah. Um, Keith Predator. I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Predator. Yes, yes. Mr. Call Keith. me, please. Call me Keith. I'm sorry, Keith. Mr. Keith. Keith Predator. Mr. Keith. Mr. Keith. Yes. I have a list now. Mr. Keith. I'm sorry. Yes. But I don't think Predator, of which the movie which you lent your illustrious name to, yes. uh, Keith. Mr. Keith, um, <laughs> is a revolutionary action movie. A, a very strong and very well regarded, and rightly so, action movie. But a revolutionary one, I I say the nay. Don't. We're perfectly entitled to your opinion. Don't kill me. I, 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 how dare you? I would never do that. <laughs> I wanted the film to be called Keith originally. Keith. The Keith. The Keith. Keith. Um, that's perfectly fine. Uh, 
But you're like the last Jedi, so... Oh! Uh, anyway, um, so, ha-ha, we're there. We're there, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Matthew is strategically placed in front of his, his lovely chums. Including a proudly owned Rose Tico. Um, owned by a man who didn't like the film. Anyway, um, that's fine. Rose is great. So you're a Predator 2 man, then? Rose is great. Killing me trying to... No! No! Fucking voodoo I magic mean, man! I mean... I wonderful like, film. I Terrible like Predator movie, 2. But wonderful. What and I think I think it's better than a lot of people give it credit for. Demon. But it's not as good as the first one. That's true. It might not even be good. No, it's not. But it's, it's great, it's, but it's not. It's not great. And then Predators comes along in 2010. Predators is fair. Predators. Did we see that together in the cinema? Possibly. Was Hammersmith, I think it was. Yeah, maybe. Because um, Predators <laughs> is... Uh, slight reversal of the concept, a bunch of mercenaries and whatnot are dumped in a jungle, then they realise, oh, we're on an alien planet, and they're being hunted for sport by these massive things, which are clearly bigger than the original Predator. And we're like, oh my god, what the hell? And it, during the movie, you discover a smaller Predator who's being kept hostage in their camp, and they're beating the crap out of it. The implication being that there are different tribes and, and breeds of Predator, and there's infighting between them. In this movie, by the first and second trailer for The Predator... It looks like uh, there is genetic tampering, and now there is a bigger predator. And oh no, sh- that's in, the... in one shot of the new trailer. It beats the crap out of the predator that is obviously what the title is referring to. So it's like, oh, oh, it's that big scary monster that you show glimpses of in the first trailer is just a pose. Is what so you're getting we, at. Are we thinking that the eh. the big predator is human made? Maybe, but all the same, wouldn't you have saved it for the movie? And not put it in a trailer, so there'd be a surprise. No, because there are no surprises in in trailers in films anymore because they're all in the trailers. Every time, Jurassic World, yeah, Fallen we, Kingdom. We've seen eighty percent of the film. One of the last shots in that movie is in most of the trailers and most of the marketing. Yeah, he's got a point. Point. I have got a point. Speaking of points, you little nubbins have been talking away. Nubbins. Jason Statham is taking the Liam Neeson approach to an aging action star. Difference there, though, I have to say, SL Prawn 65, is Liam Neeson was never an action star. He became one later, whereas Jason Statham has always just been an action star. Yeah. However, it does look like he's going for the more outlandish stuff again, which he used to do. Because why not? Yeah. Basically. Fight a giant shark. Punch it right in its cockney tit. <laughs> Uh, call me Mr. Ehan, call me Ian says, as this is birthday, will we have a live birth during the show? Um, I'm not equipped no. to give you what you want. No, but we might die a little. Yeah, okay. Live and let die. Ow. Ow. Uh, don't really think there'd be much point, George. Not sure what you're referring what? to. But I like it. What? Uh, the new series should bring back the Raston Warrior robot, says Jacob. Is that a reluctant Doctor Who opinion showing up in our feed already? Yes. Christ alive. new series should bring back the Raston Warrior robot. I do like the Raston Warrior robot. Because it's so stupid. We talked about this very briefly. It's so stupid. During a 9 is 10. But Guy and I had a project at one point that we, we would have loved to have done. That would have featured a gag about the Raston Warrior robot in it. I mean, the Raston Warrior robot is... That's how much I love it. His own gag. <laughs> and the Cybermen are... 
part, part of, of it. it. Uh, um, so that's that was two references in one. <laughs> you don't get that for on fucking nerdist. You just get an abusive man. Um, no, so, no, no, no. Allegedly, not from nerdist enterprises. Allegedly, he's not part of the company and hasn't been for a long time. That's true. And they made very quick work to get rid of that. Yes. Um, but I mean, was... I've, been, I've been thinking fuck Chris mm. Hardwick for years, so fuck that guy. Well, most I mean, again, like we're not, yeah, we're not leaping on a. Oh yeah, we always knew he was a bugger. Like, no, I didn't know any stuff about that. And it's pretty horrible. It's come out. Um, yeah. Chloe Dexter and everything. But for years, I'd just see footage of him hosting SDCC panels and be thinking to myself, he's a prick. Which is like, why? Like, there's no charisma here. No. It's just annoying. No. Um, and the second worst SDCC panel hoster is Quinn from Pretty Practical Jokers. He hosts, oh, he hosts like the random practical jokers, stuff. and he's. Do you hate? Do you hate the fake laughter around the monitor shit where they're all just like, ah, look at I just, that. I just hate, like you filmed that later. I just hate that sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like positive it's... pranking. I think positive pranking should be encouraged over nasty stuff. But I don't think. I think. But... I don't think a lot of it is positive. Nah. Um, nah. Well, in one of them, they just made. They made one of the team pretend that he he was teaching a class about something they hadn't told him what it was and he had to blag his way through it yeah and if he it was a 15 minute class and if he did then like he got the the prize that week or whatever and it was a class on how to house train your cats and he has not a phobia but a mild irritation of cats like they freak him a out mild irritation yeah like they, they described it really they were like we're not throwing him into the lion's den it's not like throwing an arachnophobe into a web like he just doesn't like them and they make him feel a bit unnerved so we had to be holding them and talking about them. That was like, okay, that's kind of hilarious. Meow. But is it worth the budget they probably spent on it? No, it freaking isn't. Uh, we could have got more class for that. <laughs> Let's see what the comments are saying. Um, Captain Nadan says, I bet he does. Again, don't know what it's referring to, but I like it. Um... Mr. Tom, loving the action figure... That's Tom Monty, isn't it? Loving the action figure of the lift from the Impossible Planet in the background. Yes, it is an action figure of a lift. <laughs> um, if you look very closely, you might not be able to see him in the shot, but Toby Zed is inside. Uh, and I have a little light in the bottom that when the lights are off in here, if you click the light on it, all... Little... Don't turn around. If you turn around, you die. <laughs> it's Toby. so... It's so camp. I love it. I the love it. Same pit is, um, is peak modern dude. I watched the Robots of Death the other day. Robots of Death. Robots of Death. Oh, okay. How is Robert? So is he dead? Because oh, it because it was Father's Day, so I was with my dad. I was like, <laughs> it's Father's Day. Dad, so I watched Robots of Death. Dad, let's watch some classic Doctor Who. You pick one. So he brought down Robots of Death, and I was like, get that in the blue. That's player. why you're my dad, and and that's why yeah. <laughs> you're my dad. Please um, do not throw hands at me. So good. It's so, it's a lovely <laughs> it's a lovely story. So well designed. Mm. Well, who done it? It's a bit camp in terms of costume design, but it kind of fits in the aesthetics of this decadent society that relies entirely yeah. on robots and Roberts. Yeah, lovely Robert, lovely Roberts, lovely man, and terrible woman. D eighty four, just D eighty four. He's Guy so Lambert. good. Smash the media is live every week, but we don't tell anyone where. Was that a sneaky plug for your own podcast? Uh, uh, sneaky, not oh. so much plug. All right. We're going to have to collaborate with them at some point. I'm okay with it. Maybe over Chinese. Mm. That'd be fun, actually. Let's do a crossover podcast eating Chinese mm. food. Lots of Chinese And food. then we'll get Milk and Two Sugars to deliver it. Hey! Milk and Two Sugars can deliver it and Smash the Media can eat it. We'll watch! <laughs> um, oh, God. Now that 
that's a very specific kink. <laughs> Everyone's talking about class, which makes me sad. What? It's so bad. <laughs> Chris it's and so Matt, bad. Oh, an oh, actual question. Oh, an actual a question. question. A question. Clutch My me, Chris. God, hold <laughs> me. Like you would a small popper. Chris and Matt, if you were trapped on a ship on an asteroid heading towards a black hole, but had enough time to watch a movie, what movie would you choose as your last ever movie? That's a really good and overly complex version of a question that's basically just what's your favourite movie. Um, I like that. That's from Guy Lambert. Thank you very much. What? Pure sugar. Bloody hell. Uh, what? movie would we watch if, if we had just enough time to watch a film well technically the answer is whatever the longest film you can think of <laughs> surely because then you prolong if, if, if the if the time you crash onto an asteroid or whatever like is like to the black hole is dictated <laughs> by the length of the film you choose then surely you would be pedantic little sod and you would somehow get a hold of an online fan edit of all of the Lord of the Rings extended cuts as one movie and then you would build an escape pod in the time it takes. Yes. You'd probably have it finished by the time the freaking Boromir gets shot. Um, Spoilers for a hundred year old book. Something upbeat <laughs> and happy. I want something that would leave me in a happy place as I... Um, as I was stretched across... An infinite plane of space and time by infinite mm. gravitational forces. Uh, stop deconstructing the question. <laughs> no, we shan't. No, we um, are pedantic, shallow, and uh, pedantic. Okay, less than two hours. Movie that's going to make me feel good. I okay. would watch movie forty-three. <laughs> Grown ups too. I'm going to go out of this world, this universe, A? the same way I came into it. Oh. Watching Transformers the movie from 1986. Fair enough. <laughs> and then you don't have to feel too bad at the end for long. You'd be no. like, who are these new guys? I mean, the animation was nice, but I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Asteroid black hole. <laughs> so there you go. Well, who's the who's the, who's the guy who's the new leader of the Autobots again? But then Rodimus. Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. Voiced by um, Judd Nelson. Maybe when you get sucked through the black hole, you don't die, but you end up in a parallel universe where Rodimus Prime is the tits. And you're like, you, you've seen Rodimus the origin. Rodimus Prime has always been the tits. Do you think Transformers the movie would work just the same if the rock and uh, sort of soft metal soundtrack was swapped out with the soundtrack of Top Gun? Do you think it'd have the exact same effect? I think it'd be the exact same movie. To be honest, like playing with the boys, I honestly don't think it's that different. What's yours, Cocker? If I had, if I genuinely had to pick a film, um, that's a. I mean, that's a good question. Probably again, something fun and stupid that could take your cares away for a couple of hours. Maybe take you on a on a journey. 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 Um, I, I mean, I just—I I, realised recently, and I watched it yesterday, actually, because of course I did. My favourite movie ever is Gremlins Two: The New Batch. So I just watched Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Christopher Lee plays with a, a biochemist called Doctor Catheter with a new post-credits edition of the Black Hole Gremlin. I mean, I'd watch it. Hey! If you've never seen... I think I've shown it to you, but if you've never seen the Key and Peele sketch, Gremlins 2 pitch, <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, Chris and Matt. 
That's our names. Yes. If Captain Jack Harkness, I'm assuming, is in Series 11, do you think we'll see a new Torchwood series as a result? I'll tell you now, he won't be in Series 11, because of course he won't. And uh, no, we probably won't see more Doodad. Torchwood is dead. Mm. All hail Torchwood. All hail Torchwood. <laughs> Torchwood is dead. All hail Torchwood. Uh, Torchwood is dead. Long live class. Yeah. Um, in a way. In many ways. In many ways. And I think season 11 is going to be a very clean break from previous Hooners. Mm. Uh, for those wondering that, uh, if you're watching this live, I think we've just had a bit of lag on the stream. Yeah. For those listening, doesn't make a difference to you. We've you're lucky some, bastards. We've dropped some frames. We did, in a way. We've dropped 2,118 frames, which is 1.5% of our total frame output for the stream up to this point. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> what else we got over here? Um, I'd watch Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. I've never seen that. But what a lovely sounding choice. It looks incredibly depressing. Uh, human centipede is one of the suggestions. That's... Stop being edgy. There are things man was not meant to splice, in the words of Dr. Capita from Gremlins 2. <laughs> rabies. I've already got rabies. Supposed to get the flu next week. Um, <laughs> Lewis Christian says, I would watch Big Mama's House too. Oh dear. No. I, I can't endorse no, that No, you opinion. wouldn't. No, final, you wouldn't. Final part of the question. It's a two-part question. Oh, God. What movie would you throw into the black hole as a form of revenge against how bad the movie is? Um, see, if it wasn't about how bad the movie is, I would throw the black hole into the black hole <laughs> just to see if it, it would create another black Although, hole. The black hole is a pretty bad movie. Yeah. But it's not like thrown into a black hole worthy. Lucy and I actually had this same conversation yesterday. We said if you could banish a movie from existing, if you could gather it all together, George Lucas, Star Wars, Holiday Special Wise, and smash Ooh. it with a big hammer what would it be? And we realised at the end of it, none. Because ultimately, every movie is someone's favourite movie. And that ain't no bad thing. That being said, that being I would said. love to throw Fifty Shades of Grey into a black hole. Really? But, 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 just Fifty Shades of Grey. Not Fifty Shades Darker or Fifty Shades Freed. Why? Because they're made in a completely different way. One is made a lot more expertly by Sam Taylor Johnson. Yeah. The other's not so. And it would really annoy people who like that franchise that for some reason they never made number one. It's that like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's horrendous. It's only had consistent versions of adaptations in its home country. Whereas in the States, it's had re-releases of the first two of those adaptations, no, I believe. Re- released, yeah. Okay, but, but, but we think then the, the, the first one remade... Yeah. And now they're getting the fourth one as a film, separate from the first movie uh, adaptation. Yeah, which isn't even written by Steve Larson. Yeah. So basically... He died after, after finishing the third one. Oh, you had to bring it down, didn't you? Do you not pick it up? Another beer? Have you already finished? Yeah. Jesus, webs. Well, do you know what? Only a 3.30 mil. You go get yourself another cheeky little beer. Okay. And while you're doing that, I will tell them a story. You set them up for what's coming next. Like that move. That I, I mean, the, some the people in the future can't see the move. Ladies and gentlemen, once upon a time, there was a man called Dirty Clive. And Clive, has he gone? Right, okay, so he's been holding me hostage now for two whole years. This was never meant to be a podcast. Right? I was just testing a microphone out. He held me down, he made me download Audacity, and he pressed record. He shows up once a week every week without fail and tells me to talk about popular culture 
I'm not sure how much longer I can carry on. I, this stuff, I don't give a shit about it. He's made me spend my money on it. I, I like I like football. I want to watch the World Cup. I, I want to watch England play. Just someone please tell me. And uh, Clive lived happily ever after. The ender. Clive gets killed by an Auton. Don't be silly. <laughs> no, that's true. That is the real ending. You're yeah. so right, sir. You, you are. You are correct. So, um, uh, you got your guitar with you. But I'm not going to play it again. Well, we didn't hear the full theme because I interrupted it like a prick. You'll hear the full theme at the end. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, would you like um, to play us something in the meanwhile? No, I would like to talk about a film I saw yesterday. Oh. I guess that's a tease for later, then. <laughs> I think we're going to come in for the kiss. Do you want me to play something? No, we can save that. What do you want me to play? I want you to play with my emotions and tell me, musically, a little bit about the film you watched yesterday. <laughs> I watched a movie at Great Northern in Manchester, but my tickets were limitless, and I can't think of a word to rhyme with Manchester. Um, no, I'm not doing that. That's, that's um, you saw Hereditary. I saw Hereditary. 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 Um, now. For those of you who are interested in seeing a good horror movie, uh, by all means, go and see Hereditary. But Why? Those you... Why? Those of you who are interested in seeing a movie with a lot of jump scares, uh, scare chords, uh, quick, strange movements, and you know things leaping out of you at frame with a string stab, don't oh. go and see Hereditary. Will it? Because that's not the movie it is. Oh, so it won't shit you up. No, but it, it will. It has moments. Sh- there, there was literally a moment to, actually towards the towards the end of Act One where I, where we were both like, <gasps> and I just and I just, and I spent the next five minutes of the, of the film just like this. For those for those listening, listening at home, Matt just froze. <laughs> we both went to just like, what just happened. just like a shocked face. Yeah, and I just didn't move for the next five minutes. I was just watching the film completely wrapped. Uh, the balls on them. The balls on them for what just happened. Um, but no, to answer your question, uh, Tom, we're not going to spoil Hereditary here. No, no, no. no. Because Chris hasn't it. seen it, and I would like Chris to see it and go in. Because if you go in, the more, the less you know going into Hereditary, the better. Because it's it's a twisty-turny movie, and it's it will surprise you. Um, it will definitely surprise you. Surprise the shit out of me. Uh, because the trailer's... <laughs> The trailers uh, sell it as a different kind of movie than it is, which kind of might be to the film's detriment. I mean, A24, who are the studio, have done that before. They did it with The Witch. They did it with uh, It Comes at Night, stuff like that. So um, there is the they do run the risk of doing that when they do stuff like this. But marketing aside, as a movie on its own, it's uh, it's pretty strong. It's not It's not a scary minute movie. It's not... Uh, I, I I thought the marketing was selling it as insidious with A-levels, as I told Chris <laughs> earlier. And it's not that. It's not that at all. It's it's very slow burn. It's very atmospheric. Very creepy. But not uh, jump scary. It's, okay. not, it's not that kind of... 
<clears throat> jumping out of you from the shadows action movie. Uh, action movie? Horror movie. Um, I'd love to see a jumping out of the shadows action movie. Yeah. Go through the jungle. Oh, 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 oh Brenda. Brenda, do you scared me? Teenage Mutant Ninja Kate. Turtles Out of the Shadows. Um, That's with, a film. With TV's Stephen Amell. Um, as no, Cassie it's, Johns. It's great. It's got a great cast. Tony Collette's amazing in it. Um, Gabriel Byrne, Alex Wolfe, and... Um, um, a girl who makes weird sounds with her mouth. Oh, what's she called now? Missy Shapiro? Millie Shapiro. Um, who plays the, um, the the Charlie, 13-year-old girl in it. Um, just fabulous. Oh, and Anne Dowd. Anne Dowd's in it, people, of course. Dowd? Um, Anne Dowd. Anne Dowd. Anne Dowd. Oh, there's a Dowd. There's Dowd. like another pop star um, with a it's great. name. It's great. Uh, Tony Collette, in particular, just has this... She has to go... She has to go through so much in that film. It's similar to um, Shelley Duvall in The Shining, mm. where this woman just gets put through the emotional ringer. Um, and it's um, it's brilliant to watch. Um, Though hopefully, in, hopefully not, 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 not forced yeah. to by the director. No, no, uh, not not. I don't. I don't believe it's the same with Shelley Duvall in that she wasn't just completely terrorized by the director because, like Shelley Duvall, wasn't in the Shining. Because uh, by all uh, accounts, accounts, Stanley Kubrick was a bit of a bell end. Um, great filmmaker, but absolute prick. Um, so you know, there you go. So how many <sighs> do you give Hereditary out of five? I give it four. <laughs> ah, I keep trying to blow it. I think it's a wind instrument. I keep trying to blow it. For those listening in the future, he's talking about a kazoo. I, I give it. <laughs> That's four out of five. You sound so dirty. I am a dirty man. Chris. Matt. Question from the chat. Question from the chat. Question from the chat. Yes. Do you wish you could grow amazing facial hair like me? Yeah. Next question from... No, I... I... I have such a thing with facial hair. So I've, I've never grown my facial hair out really ever because uh, it only really started to, I only really started to get a bit shaggy around the age of like 19. And by that point I was working in kids television. So I had a clean shaven face like all the time. Uh, although sometimes I'd let this grow a little because it used to annoy Ed Petrie. <laughs> it would really annoying. I'd be like, shave your bloody face. And I'd be like, oh well, I'll just let it grow for another day or two. Just to annoy him. Um, but, like, uh, only last year did I, for the first time ever, try and grow anything out. And I tried to grow out my sides, which I've not got at the minute, uh, apart from, like, the strands. But I tried to grow out my sides. I think I did all right. For about three or four months, I had, like, sort of little burns going on. I had to learn the rate of growth. It looked like a r- aging rockabilly guitarist. But my problem with... <laughs> <laughs> Chewing gum. But my, my, my problem with my facial hair is this. Whenever I do try and grow it out at all, I get ID'd a lot. Um, when you're younger, the sort of the belief is, oh, if I've got facial hair, I look older. No. You when just I look grow, like you've got shit facial hair. Last thing, when I grow facial hair, people think, oh, that teenager's trying to look older. Mm. <laughs> so I take it as a compliment, but also as a massive diss. Yeah, so yes, I wish I could grow facial hair like you. Yeah. You, go, you, grow hair, you grow hair perfectly. 
in this I area. Do. I've not I've not paid special attention to anywhere else. Rest there. of my body. Completely smooth. Yeah. Like oh, uh, that, no, no, that's me. Like Georgie Dawes' onesie. Hey, hey. It's just pink. Um and a little bit furry. Question from the <laughs> question from the guy Lambert in the chats. Oh, also well built, big damn lads. That's Yay! that's little Billy. Billy Trasai. It's been two years since the turmoil began. It if has. you could delete anything you've ever said, what would you remove from the big damn archive? There are a few genuine things I could think of, and I'm, I'm not even going to draw attention to them because then people will go looking um, for them. Nothing <laughs> comes to mind, but I'm sure I've said some ignorant and potentially hurtful things at times that I that I should probably I would I would be ashamed to put my name to now, um, but hopefully not. But I, um, I, I, in terms of the stuff we've done, even the stuff that's not great, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't, I'm loath to say proud of, but at least we did it. Um, hmm. It might not necessarily be great, but at least we did it. And, um, you know, that sort of fear of failure is something that's, me personally, has, has kept me from creating as much as I'd like to create. So hmm. trying to sort of overcome that is... Uh, a constant daily thing, constant struggle. Um, so I don't, I try not to think too much on what. Be, I I don't really want to get rid of anything because it's all it all brought me to this point. Yeah, yeah. It, it's part of the part of the landscape that we've had to deal with in terms of our education, in terms of our careers. A big part of it is sort of rejection. You don't want to get into a habit of rejecting yourself, especially when you're in a creative yeah. process. But it, it can be. Which I find myself doing a lot. Like, I, there's so many projects I've wanted to get off the ground that have just been stymied behind me, behind self doubt in a way. Um, and that's way deeper than you intended that question to go. I know, yeah. but that's just where it went. Drink up, drink up, um, drink up, drink up. Hey. But at the same time, one thing that I am—I mean, I'm fond of you for many reasons. I'm a little bit in love with you, but you know that. Um, I'm fond of you for many reasons. One of one of the things that I I'm so fucking proud of you over the last couple of years, especially, is with this weird little show. And it's weird that we're doing this toward the end of hour one and not the big finale. But sod it, I'm being sentimental. You've you've been the force that's kept this going weekly. You've been the reason that this has never missed a week ever. Because you set out in the first. I think it was like by month three or four, so about what, nearly twenty episodes in, maybe. Yeah. You said. I, I, I suggested we'll pre-record a couple so we've got them as banked. And you were like, okay, but maybe we should only do that for when we know we're going to miss a week. And I was like, oh, right. So, so, what do you mean, like, to do a batch now? And you went, no, like, we should strictly keep it so that it's only if we miss it. If we know we're going to miss a week, we will pre-record a, a podcast to put out that week. And I was like, oh, you sure? And you went, yeah, because it's important for us to go out weekly. I was like, okay, thinking, yeah, no, he's, he's got a point. You have kept that going for the last two years. You have made sure this has never missed a week. Because you've just gone, nope, we'll find a way. We'll do it. We'll when, make I, when, it work. when I've been away doing Panto, for example, we're able to do it over Skype, and then you edit it. Because you know that the way my days are, I can't. Because normally, it's the, right behind the scenes, normally I'll edit the Big Damn Cast together and, and upload the video version and stuff. And I, I, I still do uh, like the graphics and things like that. Hence why they're so. They're, they're there. And, um, yeah, uh, so Terrible. apart from the logo, which which was originally designed by me and then was given a gorgeous update by the lovely John Granson, who's Ginger Animator in the chat, who who did that version there. 
Um, and the other friend of the show, Dan Sherratt, created the little animated vignettes that would appear before the videos. The Big Damn Love one, for example, he created those graphics. Mm. Um, love to you both. Um, but the show itself is it's there is a mini production cycle. You have to dedicate a bit of time every week to make sure the stuff yeah. goes out that we do. It's not it's not a big edit, but it no. is an edit. Yeah, and you know, and, it's, and it, as... it's tough to keep that rolling over. So when I'm away, it's difficult. Yeah. So basically, for seven weeks over the past two Christmases, you've become production house. You you became the production house for Big Dam. Like I'd make some stuff and put it on the drive, and then you'd get it done, make it, put everything together, and go there it is, uploaded, sorted. And well, it's, it's a team took effort, a isn't it? But but that's the well that's the thing. I I, I you, you you are very much what makes the show work itself because you have the plan and you you have the menu of stuff that's definitely going to be talked about. We both talk about oh we'll bring up this and we'll talk about that. But you always ensure there is a skeleton every week. Well, I'm doing the show notes this week, but I've got them in my head. It's also because barely anything happened this week. Yeah, also <laughs> fuck all happened. Um, but you know what I mean? It's it's like so like this is one thing where as, as daft as this is, and as daft as this little show is, and as up as down as the as the figures might be on it and stuff, it has only persisted because you have been so persistent with it. Yeah, um, and you've kept it flowing. Even when I've off to other countries for a bit. <laughs> You've made sure that we've had the time before we go away to do two or three yeah. pre-recorded things and we make them into events like Spider Months or like Logan stuff and everything and then there they are. Yeah. Like, it exists. So thank you for that, young man. Well, you're very welcome. Thank no, you. It's your been, little dreams and your, your big knees. It's been my pleasure. I mean, the the thing for me that this show is, is done is... It's. I mean, we both made no secret of the fact that we've had ongoing struggles with various mental health things, mm, yeah. and this show's kind of been an anchor mm. that I've had been able to build stuff around when everything else has been a bit in flux. And we've been more productive, we've been less productive, but this show's always going out every week. Mm. So at least I know that I've made this, and it makes um, it helps me keep things in perspective, and and it helps me feel like I'm still making things, Look, which is important. It keeps us warm. It keeps us warm because once a week we have our performance head on. Yeah, we screw it on, and the pipes get warmed out, and yeah, <laughs> all the spit comes out the pipes. We wear leotards um, and, and and tights. We don't yeah. need to, but we put them on. But <laughs> yeah, but that's that's way too heavy. Um, oh, Lewis, Lewis was keeps asking how tempted am I to knock down all these action figures? Please don't. Um, <laughs> not that tempted because I, as a man who has lots of toys, I know what it's like when they all fall over. <laughs> it's not fun. You've recently moved house, so you've had to like not only dust all the buggers, but then like oh, don't fucking them. dust them, Chris. Jesus. To be fair, actually, like dusting transformers does sound like a task it's, and a half because they've got all the little rivets. It's not for dips. the faint-hearted. Well, speaking um, of not for the faint-hearted, should we have a peek at the comments? Hey. <laughs> eh? You nubbins. Oh, bugger. Um, here we go. So, uh, God, you, you lot have been typing a lot. Uh, call me in says, when is the merch happening? Um, I mean, jokes aside, never. we should we should probably... For those of you, and I know Billy and John are here, for those of you who've started a Redbubble, how does that work? Redbubble? Redbubble is a store where basically Clayton Hickman's using it a lot lately. He's creating obscure designs based on references. Okay. And you, just, you make the design, you give it to the site, and then they sell t-shirts and hoodies and, and whatnot from your store page mm. and they get a chunk of it and you get a chunk mm. of it. Um, there's a few big damn things that I could think of turning into little little products like mm. um, 
We don't own that goat picture, unfortunately. <laughs> but it would be nice to have the goat on a I few I know, things. but we need to bring back the goat so it's you relevant do. Well, again. Well, there's a few... Again, we'll, we'll talk about these, but there are a few things we are, that are in pipeline that we've not had the, the production chance to plough into Listen, recently, it's a very clogged pipeline. It is a clogged we pipeline. We need to get some dish detergent down there. Oh, some, God. Some... Uh, some lime. Uh, Captain Nadam11 says, is it true you both killed Mr. Tardis to obtain the soul stone? Yes. Yes, we slaughtered Will where he stood. It was a joint effort. We pushed him off a cliff, but the problem is he's also Trilby, so he it's like Horcruxes, there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, Lewis, if you could delete either Five Who fans or smash the media from history, which would you destroy? Five Who fans. Smash the Who fans. Hey! I'll gang up on you if you're not Cause careful. Only because only for you. Hey! <laughs> Matt's like, oh yeah, five who five fans was great, but when they brought that Chris character, I'd say just went off else. the rails. Um, you swine. Um, <laughs> just destroy you. Tom Monty mentions big damn love. It it's not gone. It's not. It's it's on a, it's on the biggest hiatus ever. And if you want to enjoy it, there are twenty six yeah, episodes of it to I'm, revisit. I'm still writing them. Mm. I just. I, I've We've I've been just... I've been making notes and figuring out how to do yeah. sketches and and of course there is the yeah yeah and we we've got other ideas for similar things in the similar format yeah. but slightly different and uh, but so these things are being worked on but we yeah. just because we now because we both work like non-production jobs which are shitty and have ridiculous hours and yeah. we're not always available to do stuff together and apart from that like sometimes it's just hard like. Again, going back to the, I don't want to harp on it, but going back to the mental health struggle thing, it's 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 really difficult to sometimes to put that to head balance on. the week as it is, um, and yeah. then insert that into it as well. And, and yeah. you know that's kind of on me and and on 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 Chris Bay's end of it. But we are we do want to do more. We we are writing them still. It's mm. just a case of actually getting them recorded and out. Um, but th- they're coming back at some point. I mean, maybe if we had a Patreon that people could donate to, we could have slightly more time in the week. Maybe to dedicate to these things. Maybe think on that. That's no comments. Anyway, it takes a lot of effort. Sometimes I just don't have the effort in there. Call me Ian. How does fame as a huge podcast star affect your day to day life? Oh, we get stopped in the in the in the toilets. Mostly by the police. Mostly by the police. <laughs> who ask who ask us to stop going there? They've already had words with us. They take the bag off of us. They they don't let us keep that one. No more Polaroids for you. <laughs> oh God, Jesus what? wept. Jesus wept. Sir. I just I, I'm adding it to my cubicle collection. I'm a cubicle spotter. Billy says, "Yeah, you guys have done an incredible job at keeping this consistent. Never missed a week. That's mad. Thanks, Thanks man. Thank you very much. Um, and I know it's always. I, I imagine it's quite tough for a lot of people to listen to a backlog of us if they're a few weeks ahead. I imagine it's quite tough for people to just listen to the, one episode. Just because of the episodes us. become like <laughs> the episodes seem to average at about two hours in length. Yeah." But thank you so much for I've always listen. liked that. Look, a lot of the podcasts yeah. I listen to are quite long podcasts. Yeah. So because I because it because what. Appeals to me about podcasts. Like, really podcast is like always been an over an hour long. I listen to the giant bombcast every week, and that's mm-hmm. like in excess of two hours. Pod- um, uh, Podquisitions usually about uh, an hour. Podquisitions quite yeah, like an hour and a half or so. Um, and it's because what I enjoy about podcasts is that feeling of of two or more people just sort of getting into it and bouncing off each other and 
not to say that I don't enjoy more um, ed- like educational, formal, formally structured podcasts, which I do. Mm. Um, or He's like a cultured man. Podcasts, but um, the ones that I keep going back to week in, week out are people and personalities who I've been following for a while and I've got to know through these podcasts and just seeing them bounce off each other. And I get the weirdest looks if I'm listening to them when my girlfriend's around. I get the weirdest looks from them being like, why are you listening to this? Like, say I'm listening to an episode of the Giant Bombcast and it's like five dudes talking about video games and then some of them talking about tacos and fucking energy drinks. And I'm like, because it's great and because it puts me in a mind of I'm hanging out with people who are interesting. Um, And that's kind of why I've sort of let this format... I mean, and Chris as well. It's not just me pushing it in one direction. But it's why, why we've kind of just kept it as it is rather than trying to formalise it too much. We're um, going live to One Direction in half an hour, by the way. That's hey! Gonna, that's going to work really well. Um, yeah, I, okay. I, what, say, let's say, like... I mean, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts during the week. But say if you could narrow it down to, like, the three that you definitely listen to sort of without fail every what would they be? Um, Giant Bondcast. Um... Giant Beast cast. Same company. Uh, yes. Uh, East Coast and West Coast teams. Ah! Um, oh! It's like West Coast Avengers, but better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Look it up. It's odd. Uh, Weekly Planet. Yeah? No, yeah. Uh, for me, it's probably... Um, <clears throat> Smash the Media. Yeah. Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson. Yo. That's really, that's really good. It's not always weekly, but it is. Since it's moved to Nerdist, it's weekly. Mm. Um, and... It's not every week, but if I see it in my subscription feed, Fat Man and Batman will always go yeah. on because I really like Mark Bernard's perspective on the pop culture landscape and on writing. I listen to... And it's always fun to hear like Kevin Smith's reaction to Mark's ideas because Kevin's always just yeah. like, oh my god, you're amazing! I listen to a lot of video game podcasts, so I listen to Waypoint Radio a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And I listen to... I've not listened to the podcast in ages, but I used to listen to it every week. Not so much anymore. Um, the McElroy stuff is always fun. So my brother, my brother and me, Sawbones... I kind of want to get to the adventure zone, but I've not got around to it yet. Um, I got my girlfriend switched on to Sawbones, so I got into one podcast. Yay! Sawbones it begins. Um, I I really want to like Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, and I do, but I'm so seldom in the mood for it that I'm so You've far really got behind to be in the mood. on it. Yeah, I I, um, I listened to it about four years ago, and the concept is great. Yeah. But I just need to be in a specific mood to listen to some Night Vale. It'd be like, like trying to chill out to number stations. It's like, yeah, I'm not in the mood for this. <laughs> because it's so wonderfully weird. And bleak um, and dark yeah. and, and stupid. And I yeah. kind of love it. It's right up my street, but I have to kind of be in a certain mood to listen to it. Because a lot of podcast stuff I just put on to hear people chatting to each other, you know? True. Um, uh, Lucy Poppins says, careful, Icarus. Which is, <laughs> which is an obscure Craig Ferguson late late show joke, which I appreciate. Thanks, Lou. Okay. Um, All right, uh, Billy, you're my favourite member of Five Who fans. Sorry, Chris and John says Jacob. Sorry, he's my favourite member too. <laughs> Chris Kane slated tonight. <laughs> which, to be fair, like they're all my favourites. <laughs> But Phoenix kind of really like stole it this week with the the truck um, boy band video. <laughs> it's so good. Have you not seen it yet? It is oh, brilliant. Man. Do you remember the the special they did ages ago? Is one where I was I was the host and I was yeah, hostage. Yeah, yeah. And you saw clips of the different shows. And one was the link up with the, like the 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 how was it they called the Backstreet Boys direction thingy like the yeah. boy band parody. Yeah. And also Horace was a member and trash burst out of his chest. 
It's a new music video from them called I Like Doctor Who. And it's just, it's Good. painfully auto-tuned. And it's all on beaches and like loads of shots of Three Phoenixes being like singing like that in the middle of business. It's so good. I like Phoenix's stuff because he's so demented. It's just so bonkers. I mean, Dan's always been surreal and creepy. I came at it from the angle of, I'm yeah. just going to be daft. Like, I'm not going to really talk about anything serious. I made an exception with the Moffat um, death theory. Because, well, oh, this is kind of interesting. I want to yeah, talk about yeah. That's... But like, I always want to come at it from something daft. Phoenix is on a different plane of mental existence <laughs> in terms of his video content. And I just never, never stop doing that, Phoenix, ever. Uh. Um, let's see. Du, du, du. <laughs> um, my favorite member. Uh. Everyone's talking about their favorite member, Filthy. <laughs> hey! Hey! When's the um, musical episode? Says Captain uh, I'll have to write it. We can improv something. No, we can't. We're getting into the second hour. No, we cannot. If I get some crisps in you, will you think about playing some music? Oh, what do you want me to play, Chris? Uh, with my heart. <sighs> As you always do. <laughs> we'll get them. Um, I mean, well, you put some crisps in me. I'm not obsessed with that. Lewis says, where's Polly when you need your shit dusting? Non-canon. Twice upon a time's non-canon. Uh, that episode doesn't exist. The Twelfth Doctor regenerated at the end of the Doctor Falls. As far as I'm concerned. Now you know. I, know I went back. I went back and because uh, I've been ripping a lot of my DVDs because uh, I'm building a Plex library at home, um, and I've just got a lot of DVDs that I want to do tell. Watch whenever. T- so I've gone back to a bit of early Doctor Who because I've just been checking out little bits of it as I've been ripping it to make sure it's coming out all right. Fucking hell, they got Hartnell wrong in Twice Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Jesus! Mm-hmm. They're really nice. They are really nice. Also, not um, sponsored by Walker Sensations, but if they'd like to. But hey! They were cheap in uh, B&M. As was most things in B&M. Us included. Hey! Um, Redbubble is good if you want to make it autonomous. But you won't make as much as you would if you produced them yourself. That's fine. Well, There's more yeah. testing the water to see if people would like some big damn things, I, I guess. I can't make shit. Um, and John was against it, apparently. Guy says, do you regret making the naked episode? Not at all. Mm. It's freeing. <laughs> Victory should be naked. That's very true. <laughs> if anyone can guess which episode of Big Time Cast was the naked episode, let us know in the comments. Hey! But tell us why. Um... Is Queen Victoria a werewolf in Doctor Who canon? Tom Monty's asking a Doctor Who question that we're reluctant to answer. Partly. Yeah. She shares genes with the he- uh, the wave uh, the lupine wavelength hemavera form. I miss Russell T. Davis. I do as well. Oh my god. Oh my god. Raxacoracophalopatorius. The mighty Jagrafess of the holy hydrogetic Maxarobo. <laughs> like, these names so are amazing. Good. Beautiful. The box of Malhoon. No, the box of Balhoon is. I mean, I'd like to meet his cousin, the box of Malhoon. The box to be of fair. Mal. The box of Malhoon. <laughs> That's the title. How do we know we aren't a Clara Echo? Because we're taller than five foot one. Hey. Um. Why is Gamora? <laughs> Good question. Thank you, Jacob. Yes. Uh, can you name your firstborn after me? Says Captain Nadan Nadnan Eleven. Absolutely not. Um, we'll call them me. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to to name your child a military rank. <laughs> um, apparently, we're the Gary Barlow of podcasts. I think they're referring to us. 
Have you guys listened to the Parapod? Uh, I've not listened to Parapod actually. No, I mean I mean to, but I what have not. What is Parapod? What is Gamora? Why is Parapod? <laughs> I'm not sure. Mr. Blobby's the best five fan apparently. Blobby, I love Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Hell demon, hate him. Um, oh god. Uh, oh, John's giving us a sneak peek. There's a video Phoenix is working on at the moment, which is phenomenal. I think I know which it is because I've done something for it, uh, as have we all. Uh, right. None, none of, of Do- Do- yeah. None of Doctor Who is canon, apart from whatever episode you're watching. To be honest. Yep. I'll drink to that. You'll drink to anything. You drink to the opening of a letter. I have done. Have you? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I was drunk at the time. I don't know. Your Beano um, subscription has been renewed. Ooh, Huzzah! Ooh, very, very important question. Oh, shit. What's your favourite Ben and Jerry's flavour? There's a two-part answer. This is a two-tiered answer. In the wild, fish food. My favourite flavour is Cherry Garcia. Oh! But you can't get it in the UK outside of a Ben and Jerry's kiosk anymore. No, you can't. You can only get it at, like, Odeon and... and... You used to be able to get it at Blockbuster when I worked at Blockbuster because they had some exclusive flavours. But they went out of business. Oh, exclusive flavours. Wonderful people. We miss them. Um, Blockbuster's doing fine, though. Just like Toys R Us. Um, the... Oh, God. (laughs) What about you? Cookie dough. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I fucking love cookie dough. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Oh, Matt loves just, cookie dough. Just before mm-hmm. we moved. Is it true? Just before we moved, Kanisha made uh, some cookies uh, one weekend. and she only, did, she only did half the dough. Then she left half the dough in the fridge to do just before we moved. So we'd have some cookies to give to everyone who was coming to help. I may or may not have done all of it yourself have, and then had the cookies. Have, have <laughs> unwrapped the cookie dough, taken a pinch, and wrapped it back up again on more than one occasion. Oh, God. How obvious was it by the time she used oh, the rest? Oh, well, we still got cookies out of it. Still got plenty of cookies out of it. Yeah. But I cooked the, cho- the triple <laughs> chocolate ones. my question. How obvious was it you'd been stealing bits by the time the time came? She never knew. And she doesn't listen to the podcast. She will, she will never know. Oh, my God. You could tell me what you're getting her for a birthday right now. She'd never know. Uh, I can't. Just in case. I'll tell you what. She could be watching right now. She's a Twitch user. Uh, use is a strong word. She's a Twitch. She has a Twitch account. She twitches from time to time. She does the Twitch. We're all doing it in the 50s. Yes. Who's the most serious one? Who's the hot serious one? Who's the lovable sidekick? I'm well, the hot serious one. You're yeah, the lovable sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's gonna be my answer as well. To be fair, it's true. I won't go. I won't say lovable, but I'm a sidekick. Just because I'm gen- I'm not hot. I'm just serious. <laughs> you are hot. Man's not hot. That's why I've got the fan on over there. To be cool. <laughs> Man's not hot. Bloody hell. Jacob Nolesby uh, says twice upon a time is shit. Yes. <laughs> fair enough. Not a question, but true. Oh God, I think people talk about Chibnall as well. Chibbers. Can't we see Big Chief Tenant in his PJs? No, because I don't have them. Um, so recently, Why Big, not? Big, Big Chief has recently announced that they're selling a limited run of the Tenth Doctor Christmas Invasion figure. And noodle alert! Just um, in time for the Christmas Invasion. Well, here's the here's the Tenth Doctor, right? And for those watching at home, 
This is the Big Chief, 10th Doctor figure, the first one. They've done a couple. He's a lovely lad, but I've only got this one because I only want this one. Yeah, there he is. He's hands- handsome in a way. Very narrow screwdriver, though. Looks like he's going to snap Ooh. in half. But um, they released expansion packs occasionally. If you bought the 10th Doctor's TARDIS, I believe, you got the pyjamas from the Christmas Invasion and the slippers. Yeah. If you pre- From Big Chief's website. Mm. If you pre-ordered Rose, you got... The tenth Doctor's um, like uh, uh, the house coat, the you know um, what the hell are they called? Dressing gown. Dressing gown. So and, be like a and, shit builder and a Satsuma. And if you got the ninth Doctor pre-order, you got a tenth Doctor sculpt of the head, which is a smiling portrait of his of his head. Which go to do the regeneration thing. Yeah, but yeah. also because then if you're building a separate figure for your tenth Doctor and Christmas Invasion outfit, you could do that. But Big Chief obviously gone. Cost us nothing to chuck a free body in. And for a limited run, they're selling Christmas Invasion 10th Doctor. But the portrait is pr- in real life. I'd get it out, Billy. I really would. But unfortunately, it's in a box over there on the floor. So it's not... It's going to take me ages. Um, we don't have ages. I have the head because I bought the 9th Doctor pre-order. Because of course I was going to get the 9th Doctor. His favourite bloody Doctor. And the only Doctor. False goddess! But, um, yeah. That's not they're true selling on it so many it, levels. It looks terrible in photos. The sculpt. It looks awful. So I sent Billy a creepy video yesterday of that head turning into camera and accusing him of talking behind his back. <laughs> um, so yeah, but no, just enjoy the regular 10th Doctor with his flappy coat. He's a handsome lad, aren't he, in a way? Um, what else we've got? If you could have a celebrity from the world of cult to join you, who would it be? So if we had a guest, holy shit, we've never had a guest, have we? We've had a couple of, we've had a couple of guest appearances. Hmm. Charlie's joined us for a couple of shows. Lovely Charlie. We'll have to get Charlie back at some point. We'll see him in Dogby. He's just a busy... Uh, he's a busy he's boy. Busy, he's busy on cobbles. He's a busy he? Coronation Street boy. He's busy on cobbles. Well, he's not on the cobbles. He's holidaying. Yeah. Um, off to bloody Florida. <laughs> um, but we should get him on again just to see him and, and hold his face. Um, I think he might I think he might be outbearding you, actually. You need no, to yeah. grow longer. He's growing shaggier. You need to grow longer. To yeah, but I'm going straight down. You're not straight. Or down. What? Um, um, and Father Christmas, of course, has been a guest. Yeah, we'll have Father Christmas Father back Christmas. anytime. We'd love to have Father Christmas, Christmas or not, up. really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who would you guest? I, I want mean, someone who's in on it, who's fun. Someone whose brains you could pick, but you know they'd get the tone immediately. Yeah. Um... It'd be nice to get. It'd be nice to get one of the. In terms of like our. I'm a local set. It'd be nice to get one of the Five Who fans on a pod at some point. Oh, yeah. Just to, just to put them through a cultural ringer so they can show their stuff off to everybody who just assumes it's just Doctor Who. We'll have a Five Who fan just held anytime. A, anytime. Says the man who just held a big chief David Tennant figure in his um, hands. Um, you know, oh. but anyone, from, anyone from the world of like Colton and I'd love culture. to chat comics with Kieran Gillen. Oh, shit, Yes. Yes. For those who've not read it, Kieran Gillen. He's just a really cool Scottish, guy. Scottish, isn't he, Kieran Gillen? No, he's British. He's British. British. Yeah. Scottish. <laughs> no, but English. He's English. <laughs> um, Kieran Gillen is a wonderful writer. Some of his best stuff is, um, for me, his run on Thor that goes into Journey into Mystery mm. is astounding. I mean, he's written amazing things, but that's like his favourite thing of mine. Um, he wrote Kid Loki and made it work really well. Phonogram. Wicked and the Divine, Uber, um, yeah. Young Avengers. <gasps> that was him, wasn't it? That 12-issue run. That 15-issue yeah. run. That was Works with Jamie McKelvey a lot. 
Um, yeah, because Young Avengers was a natural progression from Journey into Mystery. Wrote the first Darth Vader series from Marvel Comics. Yeah, all that was um, solid. It's just a gorgeous. It's the fact that it syncs up beautifully with the first Star Wars arc. And you have that but he's where... taken over the main Star Wars book now. Has he? Oh, I need to catch up. I think he's writing Doctor Aphra as an ongoing. I also need to earn more money and then I'll catch up. Mm. Um, Kieran Gillen would be lovely. Uh, a voice actor would be nice to get on. Someone. If we, if, I mean, guys, opening the net here. We're thinking, we're thinking too realistically. I think we're going through our head, going like, well, who could be possibly? T-? No, like, and yeah. it's, it, the question is, a celebrity from the world of cult to join. Well, I think, you I'm, think, I'm also thinking about who I would like to talk to. Who'd have stories, and who, and also who'd be in on it. Like, I don't want somebody to be like too serious. John Waters. He'd be a, he'd be a pretty fun guest to have. Yeah, that would be pretty yeah. cool. Um, Kevin Smith. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a veteran of pod. He knows what he's doing when it comes to podcasting. That he does. Um, so that'd be nice. Um, Alan Tudyk. Oh. Mm. Love Tudyk. Love a cheeky bit of Tudyk. Gail Simone. Gail Simone. I'd love to pick Gail Simone. Gail frames. Simone. Comic book writer and, and, and she's a script writer as well. She's just bits yeah. of writing. She's very active on Twitter. She's excellent. Yeah. Like she's Again, I nearly met her at an LF. CC a few years ago. She yeah. was in Artist Alley. She was one of the writers who was in Artist Alley, but I was on my way to collect something else. And as I went, that's what I was like, oh my god, let's get some should go over. And I just never found the time the rest of that weekend. But yeah. Dan. Dan Slot would be lovely to get Dan as a guest. Dan Slot. It'd be nice to pin him down in a room <laughs> when he's not got 80,000 books to work yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Who else would we love to have? Mm. So many. So Guy many. Lambert from Smash the Media. Guy Lambert. Anytime. He's never been on the pod. He's never been on the podcast. We invited him in he that time. Like, we invited him in that Christmas time, but he, he, couldn't, he couldn't make, make it. it. No, yeah, so he sent Father Christmas. Sent Father Christmas. Yeah. Father um, um, Gaimus says someone in the comments. Not sure what are you talking about. I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> oh god! I listened to the Christmas episode with Guy the other day. It's flipping bonkers. Listen to the Christmas episode. I'm not even sure how that works. <laughs> um, get Crystal on to finish the interview series. Oh, for Christ. <laughs> Is this about that Stephen Moffat part three thing? We said it last week. It's entirely possible that somebody somewhere along the line has made a decision that means that it can't be released for whatever reason or can't be released yet. Stop bringing it up. Stephen Moffat. Stephen, you know? Yes. It's in the chat. As much as we've harped on him, yes. Because I already get to say, Stephen, why? Would I have to be the good cop in that scenario? Yeah. I'd have to be like, so Stephen, uh, when you wrote Coupling, uh, the inspirations came in, wife series, like you guys are doing it. And then you'd be like, first doctor. Why? Why? Clara. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, it's at this part of the show where we're, uh, it's, we're sort of entering old grey whistle test top of the pops territory. Yeah. In so much of the fact that Matthew Watson. Hi. Bon vivant. <laughs> Renaissance man. <laughs> porn star. <laughs> is going to play uninterrupted. Oh, God. This time, at least a little bit. Big Dad <clears throat> cast. A version thereof. A version thereof. Because it's not. Is there a full version written? Or is a full. No, no. Because the full. When you listen to the podcast, it always opens with it and it closes with it. And that's, a, that is a. So it's like a 40 second long track. Yeah. And that's all, that's all I've written. Mm hmm. But I can't play the full version because there's, mu- there's multiple instruments on it. There is. Because he's a multi-instrumentalist. 
like I said, bon viveur. But as we go, if you guys just just to sort of start playing, a lot of old school theme tunes used to have lyrics. I want to know if you guys think Big Damn Cast's theme has lyrics, and if so, what are they? Type them in the chat. And if you're listening to this in the future, think them, think them really hard, and send them back. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, Billy's already suggested he would like it. A full version of Big Dog Cast theme with lyrics. Uh, and then followed it up with those lyrics just being continuous screaming. <laughs> oh, I love how warm this feels. Let's see. Sexy Bridge. Suggestions so far have been screams. Screams of the pain of the listeners. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. I like those ones. Call me Ian suggested I bet it's up all night. Is that the razor light song? Up all night? Or am I thinking of something else? I don't know. Um, and I, I've been up all night. Um, <laughs> that's a great one. It's actually just Matt's Pokemon Go rant to music. <laughs> Why don't they fix the satellite tracking? It's Gyarados. It's in me garden. But I can't click on it. Why would they put it there if I can't catch the poker? I want to catch this poker. Billy said lyrics, I'll see if we can make this work. Here come the big damn lads, they're gonna get you here, come the big damn lads. They're gonna get you here, come the big damn lads, they're gonna get you, get in my big damn belly. Oh, the big damn lads. Almost. Get in my big damn belly. Like a crisp, salty crisp, lovely little crisp, tapped on. Great. Anyway, filth and fun. Hope all night is the class theme. Oh yeah, I I I stand by my statement of razor light. <clears throat> that was beautiful. That was. I didn't know you could play kazoo. <laughs> no, you. I can't. It goes on and on and on and on. There you go. Um, probably get into email soon. Well, we could. But first. But first. A few weeks ago was our 100th episode, Spectacular. You thought it was the only occasion we were going to be celebrating, but no! 
two years old, we thought we'd do it again. And as we're doing another special episode, I thought we'd do something else again. Eating crisps in the corner. Yeah, well, it's time for you to get out of that relaxed stance, you casual nubbin. (laughs) Say hello to my little friend. Ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the 100th episode, you'll know that I pulled content out of my arse, much like the previous 99 episodes. And Total Films, the ultimate comic book quiz book, rocked up in my life that week, so I decided to bring it to the episode. We took part in several rounds of quiz! Matt was annoyingly good at it and won a Last Jedi poster because someone had to. So, without further ado, I would like to challenge you to what I believe is the book's second toughest round. And I believe that because it is the second to last round in the book. Haha, <laughs> okay. And the last time you took on the last round and you fared well. Fared well. But this time fared it's a little well. obscure and I don't want any of you lot at home helping. I just want you to write nice words. Well, they won't be able to help anyway because of the stream delay. That is a fact. So, here we go. Are people just writing the class lyrics? No! Yes! No! Yes! Um, and John wants cider. Well, you're going to want it more after this. Matthew Watson. Man yes. with a mind. A mind kept inside a skull. A skull that protects that mind from the truths. Hit me. Time for some truths. Here we go. Matthew Watson, it's time for you to answer the non-superheroes round. Okay. So this is a superhero movie quiz. It's the non-superheroes round. Question one. In which superhero comic book adaptation... I'll start that again. In which non-superhero comic book adaptation... (laughs) That's it, guys. Good night. Thanks very much. In which non-superhero comic book adaptation would you find Superman and Captain's America and Marvel? In which non-superhero comic book adaptation would you find Superman, Captain America, and Captain Marvel? He's thinking. For those listening along at home, he's furrowing his brow and stroking his inner thigh. It's a comic book adaptation, but it's non-superhero. Mm-hmm. But it features Superman, Captain America, and Captain Marvel. Huh. I can I can reword the question ever so slightly. No, you don't oh. need to. I don't need to do many things. I'll either get it wrong or I'll get it right. Get it right, Brian. Get hey. it right, Brian. He says, "Death by my mouth." Um, You've heard it. Um, <laughs> someone's saying, "Phone a friend." <laughs> Can we send in a postcard to the address shown on screen? What? Episode 104? You can't. It doesn't arri- arrive anywhere. Um, um, Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, because why not? Says definitely. Billy. Definitely. No. Um, it is... The... Pass. Pass. I don't know. Okay, would you like the answers before or after? Give me the answer. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> yes! For those playing along at yes, home. Yes, Brandon, Brandon Ralph, Ralph, Superman from Superman Returns. Uh, Chris, Evans. Chris Evans. Captain America from the MCU. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. From Captain, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, um, tough though, right? Like yeah, genuinely, like that's good. Huh? That's a good one. I like that. But it's also a nice tone setter because now you know what to look out for. Okay. In which one would you find Captain America, Gamora, and the comedian? 
Spot bloody on. He's out of the gate. And how about Cap, the Ancient One, and the Thing? Oh. Oh. These are thinking noises that I make. In the comments, guys, just said, shall I post your address and we can all come over? The answer is no. (laughs) Um... Just you, alone. No police. So that's Captain America, the Ancient One, and the Thing. Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton, and either Michael Chiklis or Danny Bell. I can't give you any help. I know you can't. I can can give you some things, but not that. Um... Oh, I want to eat a crisp near to the mic whilst you think about this. Is this still a comic book adaptation? Nope. Then I have no idea. The answer is a delicious crisp. <laughs> Snowpiercer. Oh, I've not seen Snowpiercer. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, I've not seen The Losers either, but I remember it coming out. Tamara Drew is a modern day reworking of which classic novel? Tamara Drew is a modern day reworking of which classic novel? Pygmalion. Hmm? That's a play. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It's feeding a crisp to a nondescript shape behind you. Hey! I have no idea. Far from the madding crowd. Oh, fucking hell. Weird, right? These are obscure. Here's a bit. Which graphic novel adaptation won the Palm Door at the 2013 Cannes Film Festival? 2013. Graphic novel adaptation. I'll give you the first word, because it is a pretty obscure one. First word is blue. The blue for the dad. Blue is the warmest colour? Yes! That's an adaptation of a graphic novel. Hot damn. Shit, alright. Have yourself a quiz! Um... Which 2013 Swedish drama... Uh, oh, sorry again. Which 2013 Swedish-Danish drama was adapted from graphic novel Never Good Night? God, these are obscure. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. We are the best. Never really. I know, right? How fucking obscure? If anyone in the comments can answer any of these, please do. Hmm. Name the 2006 Daniel Klaus Adap that stars Max Minghella, Sophia Miles, and John Malkovich. There's an obscure Doctor Who connection there. Jesus! Max Minghella. I can only think of two films that Max Minghella's been in. Oh! If it makes you any better, feel any better, I wouldn't know these either. I have no idea. Apparently, Art School Confidential. Sure, whatever. I'm going to skip ahead a couple, because I've never heard these damn things. It's alright, let's do them anyway. You sure? Yeah. Um, 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 um. The Crab with the Golden Claws. <laughs> the Secret of the Unicorn. What's missing from this list? It's the three that were adapted for the film of Tintin. Oh, but I can't remember what the third one is. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you that. The crab with the golden claws. I'm giving you that. Secretly, no, 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 no. Don't. Oh. Um, 
Oh, don't get no. Don't no, all give it him yours. He's thinking, guys. Bring him into frame so you can witness his thinking. Sorry. It's alright. There you go. Cap of the Golden Claws. Mm. Secret of the Unicorn. He's figured out where it's from, though, already. Oh, I don't know my Tintin that well. I'll give you the first two of the three words. No, don't. You sure? Mm. I'll give you the first word of the three words. What's the first word? Red. Oh, I can hear the gears. I have no idea. Red Rackham's treasure. Fuck. But you are correct. The source of the comics with the 2011 Tintin adaptation, which was co-written by... Um, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat. John um, Cornish. Yeah, and Edgar Wright. Mm. Um, Persepolis was beaten to the Best Animated Feature Oscar by which Pixar movie? Persepolis. Yeah, I would do it. People are saying Smurfs and the Magic Flute. <laughs> oh, close. It was the previous Pixar flick. Oh fuck! So no. I think it might have been a couple before actually. Pat knows what would you play? No. No, I'm dumb. Ratatouille. Ah! This is tough. Paul Bettany stars in which comic book movie about a war between humans and vampires? Priest. Fuck yes. That exists. That movie exists. Mm. It's not great. Dark Days, 2010, is a sequel to which 2007 movie? Three Days of Night. Damn straight, I would not have got that. In which 2011 film does Brandon Roth play a detective who specialises in the paranormal? Um, Dylan Dog, Dead of the Night. Yes, Bosh. Yeah. Name the comic book movie in which Kate Beckinsale attempts to solve a murder mystery in the Antarctic. Oh, fuck a duck. Um, nope, I can't take that answer, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. No idea. Whiteout. Ooh. Yeah. Which is a whitewash version of the Blackout Cutter. Oh. Adele. Rise of the Mummy. Is the alternative title. What? For what? <laughs> Adele. Rise of the Mummy. Or Adele. Rise of the Mummy. Is the alternate title for what? So I've never heard of it as well. If you want me to skip ahead this one. No, just tell me what the answer is. The Extraordinary Adventures of Adèle Blancsec. Sure. 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 Which actress connects 2003's American Splendor with Captain America Civil War? Ooh, mince. Some of you are Googling rapidly, I can tell. For those listening in the future, Alfred Woodard? I'm staring at him. No, Hope Davis. But I would have thought that, because she only plays a brief part and you think that'd be obscure enough to connect mm. them, but. Um, what's the connection between a history of violence and Judge Dredd, the character? 
an artist. Yep. I'll accept that. Brian Bolland? No. What the guy? <laughs> I'm trying to see the clues on the shelf. Um, <laughs> it's so close. It's so close. Carlos something. No, but yeah, I'm going to give you the point because you got you got the point. It's co it's a co-creator. John Wagner was the writer of History of Violence oh. and the co-creator of Judge Dredd. Okay. The French graphic novel Duplom dans la tête became which sliced alone vehicle? That's the French graphic novel Duplom dans la tête became which sliced alone vehicle? Feather. Hmm. I just see the spelling of that. Yes. Um, hang on. No, we're still streaming this, just pause. Hi everybody, in case you're wondering if you can still see us. We had a moment there, it said we were offline on my end. That's really weird. Um, can I just see the spelling of the thing? Yep, it's uh, Duplan dans la tête. Okay, which sliced alone? Oh, bullet in the head. Yes, god darn it, he's Dollar got tech. it. In the head. Like a lovely man full of bread. Mm. Um, yes, yes I am. <laughs> the TV series Riverdale is based on characters published by which company? Archie Comics. Goddamn yes. Olivia Liv Moore is the undead protagonist of which comic book TV series? Eyes on me. Oh yeah. And finally, The Berlin Decision is the sequel to which 90s time travel action are based on a comic book story? The Berlin Decision, time travel 90s action film that was based on a comic book story. I want to say Biggles, but it's not. Pickles goes west. No, um, would I be tell you? Yeah. Time Cop. <laughs> I forgot Time Cop was based on a comic book. Time Cop is indeed based on a comic book. Uh, for those who were just saying in the comments that the stream died for you, did it yeah. go offline completely? Because if it did, it means I'm going to have to do some bloody editing tonight to make it into one thing for the YouTube release. But I can do it, I don't. Oh! Yeah, that's annoying in a way. Um, but hey, hopefully we're back. We're apparently streaming. A decent rate, so that's good, in a way. Should we do some emails then, Copper? Do you know what? Let's do some chuffing, right. bastard, shitting emails. Let's do some emails. In the meantime, those who are still watching, kiss me through your comments. Kiss me, fatty. It looks like we were disrupted by an ad. No, it... The ad knocked us offline. It's, well, because we went offline, it would have put an ad there. Oh, I see. They were shilling. Yeah. It's because we've been online too long. Yeah, yeah. They shoved an ad in. Shoving that in. Um, Cancelled us. Time cop was right. Someone's put time cop. That's correct. Time cop. Time cop. Give me your answer, dude. Time cop. You did really good there. I would have got maybe two of them. Hey, what can I say? I'm a font of useless knowledge. Nug. Um, (laughs) Nug. Okay. Are you? This one comes in from George. I'm not. Says, Matt, please read in a voice of your choice. You're going to regret this. <laughs> God, here we go. In the voice of Linda Belcher. Greetings, beautiful, delightful conservatories. Congratulations on two wonderful years of the Big Damn Cast. By far the best YouTube channel in all the Unitard. You guys have made so many great moments that I would be impossible to put them all in one email. So I'll give you my top five. Five. The Big Damn Love Injustice. Five. Four, Chucky Watch. Three, <laughs> Tom Monty. Two, the PlayStation cheat codes. 
And number one, Matt's Pokemon Go rant. That seems to be a massive favorite. And so much more. <laughs> now for three big damn questions this week. About you. Cue the dramatic music. Will you do another series in the same vein as Chucky Watch? I love this series from Matt's point of view with someone recently watching the films against Chris's clear love and passion for the franchise. <laughs> it made me start watching the Chucky films and I love them. Will we get any more Big Damn Love? Because a Big Damn Love and them would like to see what else you could talk about and inspire me to give a go. What new content can we look forward to next? Whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be amazing and I support you all the way. Thank you both for your hard work over the last two years. Keep going and keep being brilliant. Lots of love to you, big damn boys, on behalf of your big damn fans. Here's to the next 104. Goodbye, my dears. George. Thanks, George. Or as we like to say, um, that was admirably high-pitched. Will you do another series in the same vein as Chucky Watch? would love to. Mm-hmm. Well, find... we, we do have a, uh, yeah, we have, yeah, one of the things that we'd like to do is very much in that kind of yeah. vein. So, yes, yeah, um, yeah, specifically the... Sort of introduction yeah. kind of thing. So yes, will yes, we get any more yeah. big damn love? Uh, that's the plan. Just that's don't know when. Um, in well, it's, 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 without without again without promising a date because we're working hard on very yeah, different yeah, things, yeah. and we're not quite sure entirely when it will be ready. Uh, mm. But we can at least tell you this: there are two versions of big damn love. Yeah, on the slate. Uh huh. Where that slate is, you have to wait and see. <laughs> there are two versions of it. So. Keep your ears and eyes enraptured like a Venus flytrap. Enraptured. <laughs> okay. What was the other question he said before dropping his kazoo? Um, his any other plans kazoo? for content in the future? Yeah, that. That, basically. Yeah. Um, no. Um, I mean, maybe more strange, who knows? Um, in terms of regular content, we're pretty damn consistent with this, as we've already established. I would like to do some more comics. Yeah. Focused stuff. Yeah. And Adventures mm. in Backlogging is is always there. It's always around. Get your eyes on it. Yeah. Because now you can join in with it. Season 2 was the soft reboot. Yeah. Where it became something you can do live. and, and yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. Start nominating games as well. Please do. Start sending um, them. Send us a game. <laughs> um, this one comes in from Ian. says, happy second day of podcast mass. That's not sure that's how that works. Dear. Mass. Dear Papa Matt. And Papa Chris, yeah, you open the floodgates, so prepare to be s- prepared to be super damp, moist, and wet. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. that was disgusting. Oh. Um, kill, marry, kiss. Oh, Patrick Stewart, s- s- Patrick Stewart, I think. Ian McKellen or Derek Jacobi. So you've got to kill, you've got to marry, and you've got to um, snog one of them. Easy. Kill Derek Jacobi, marry Ian McKellen, kiss Patrick Stewart. No, kiss Pat, kiss Ian McKellen, marry Patrick Stewart. Oh, Is I only... there a version of this where I don't have to kill any of them? No, that's the only reason I've killed Derek Jacobi. Oh, they don't particularly yeah. want to kiss him, and I sure as fuck don't want to marry him. So yeah. unfortunately, Derek, yeah, gotta I, go. I think I'm the same. I think I'm the same. We gotta go. I'm the same. Kiss Serene because he's Serene, and marry Patrick Stewart because he's Patrick fucking Stewart. Um. Sonny Ozell and him seem to get stoned and have an amazing time, so I imagine he'd be lovely husband material. Um, Favourite Julie Andrews film? Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Why even ask? That was a good question, Um, though. I was not expecting that. Favourite Chris Chibnall Torchwood episode? 
Cyberwoman. <laughs> no, not Cyberwoman. Um, never that. I can't actually remember any Torchwood episodes. <laughs> That's how much of an impression they left on me. None in terms of Christian ones. Yeah. Who wrote Countryside? Because that's the one episode of Torchwood that I really love. I want to say that's an RTV one. It's dark, that one. Especially the ending. Yeah. And it's the reason we have the theme. Da -da -dun, da -da -dun, da -dun, dun dun comes from that episode. Well, yeah. Did you know that? This, I do um, The ba-ba-bam, ba-ba-ba-bam, bam-bam, ba-ba-bam, ba-ba-bam, Torchwood comes from that episode because when the composer was working on it, it was basically the tune you first hear when the tractor bursts through the wall at the end. Mm-hmm. And Jack like rams the tracks through the wall, stopping the cannibals. Stopping and the cannibals. The reason the tune goes the way it does is because they fit it to the words, here he comes in a ruddy big tractor, <laughs> here he comes in a ruddy big tractor. And then that's the constant theme for the next like three years. It's great. Love us. I bloody love us. Um, chickens. Pros and cons. <laughs> uh, all pros. Both living and deceased. Very all tasty. Pros. Yeah. Adorable to hang around. Adorable. And mm -hmm. um, cons are a bit loud, but the pro is the pro is the make is funny. Eggs. Oh, eggs. sweet eggs. Oh, sweet eggs. Eggy eggs. <laughs> um, I think we've covered that succinctly. Um, how many times do you need to walk children in nature until you find a dead body? Is this is a stand by me reference. Depends where you're walking, really. Are you getting subtle Stephen King questions sent to you now? No, I think that's just a general... Oh, general rule. Yeah. If you're a young child walking in the woods, you're eventually going to find a dead body. Yeah. Um, you you need to see a dead body. About... <laughs> if you're a 20-year-old American flock of douchebag, you eventually find a dead body. Uh, about 70 miles on average. Hmm. Um, how many times... Well, how many times does it take to walk... How many walks does it take to walk 70 miles? It how how you many vlogs must Logan Paul plan? Thoughts on the show... the dead. Thoughts on the show Penny Dreadful? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And I'm annoyed I've never seen it because of Dalton, Green, Piper, like that cast. It's like, yeah. why have I never watched this? Also, Eva Green in that show. Why oh my? I'm fanning myself with a Walker Select. Eva Green. What the hell it's called, Sensation. Um, would you rather Bernard's Watch, the 50p from the Queen's Nose, or Sooty's Magic Wand? Bernard's Watch, because I never have enough time. Yeah. Never the Sooty's Magic time. Wand doesn't necessarily get the job done. No. And the Queen's Nose always comes with a moral conundrum. Yeah. And I don't want a moral conundrum, I just want more time. Um, if you guys had big damn merch... What would it be? Um, Very cheap. Well, expensive, but cheap to make. Sunglasses <clears throat> that appear mirrored on the outside, but really on the inside, it's just a big print picture of the interrupting sheep staring you in the eye. Oh. This one comes in from Guy! Not that one. Not you, Lambert. You're done in this town. You're done in this town. <laughs> um... <laughs> Listen to Smash Media over You'll never work again! Um, guy says, to Big Damn Cast. Hello. I'm sorry. Oh. I haven't been in contact for a while. Let's just say work and dogs. Oh. And leave it there. Oh. I'm currently catching up on your more recent episodes. I completely... Oh, yes, the recents. The recents. Uh, I completely agree with you guys on Big Finish doing too much Doctor Who, even though I love them. Hmm. There is some good stuff buried amongst it, although, however, there is a lot of mediocrity. I am getting that feeling that there isn't 
that much left to get out of Doctor Who. Although Series 1 still holds up incredibly well. I finally did some recent film catch-up. So last month I watched Wonder Woman. And I really enjoyed it, which for me and superheroes is a bloody achievement. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, which I found really boring. It just lacked the tense claustrophobia of the original. Uh, Finding Dory was beautiful. And The Last Jedi, which I thought was a universe-breaking piece of rubbish. Wow! Unpopular opinion. Um, In terms of books, I've been reading some old Star Wars and Star Trek novels. Watching the clock in particular was great fun. Trying to tie every every temporal anomaly in Trek and somehow it works. I'm currently reading Stephen King's 112263, which I'm really enjoying. I, I like that book as well. Um, hope everything is going well. Regards, guy. Um, Thanks. Yay. Wonder Woman is really great. Um, I can see how you would find Blade Runner 2049. Um, boring. Yeah. I didn't. I get it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lovely um, mood piece. Finding Dory is kind of beautiful. Pointless, but beautiful. The Last Jedi. Universe breaking's a bit strong. Movie about space versus Chris. Yeah, it's not destroyed. It's not destroyed my love. I didn't. I really didn't like it. But it's not it destroyed my love of Star Wars. It doesn't break any of its own rules. I just don't. Or like any of the rules of the other so. movies, for that point, for that matter. So I mean, if anything, if anything, we learn a bit more about what the Force actually does. Yeah. But Aside I... from move rocks. <laughs> move rocks. Um, but I get that you didn't like it, so fair enough. Um, I don't like it, but look, I've got some figures from it, so leave me alone. And leave Kelly Mew Tran alone! Yeah. Yeah, arse, arse um, balls. This one comes in from Other Dave. Other Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, big damn boys. Hello, Other Dave. Happy second birthday. I remember first finding out about you a year ago, and I've loved every second. Oh, Other Dave. Thanks for being such a laugh and may the podcast continue for many years to come. I can't do that. I'm going to just... Is you, I mean... There's <laughs> a reason Rishi Smith only ever put him in like three episodes. Now, I have some questions. What com- We all do. Number one, what comics are you reading at the moment and are they worth checking out? Um, two, what is your favourite adaptation of Sherlock Holmes? Can be TV show or film or whatever. Three... Which horror film that you have seen left the most profound impact on you after you watched it? And why? Keep up the good work, Other Dave. Well, Other Dave. Um, comics I'm, I'm reading. I'm currently revisiting Dan Slott's Silver Surfer Room from the start. Yeah. I'm loving it. If you're a fan of Russell C. Davis' Doctor Who, read Dan Slott's Silver Surfer. Mm. It's basically Doctor mm. Who. It's wonderful. I... They're very much like... Eccleston Tennant era. Um, and I'm also occasionally dipping back into my digital collection, specifically Adventures of Superman. Mm. Which is really good. Really mm. good. Short stories, different artists, different writers, a couple of multi-parters, but mostly single-issue stories. Beautiful. Really worth checking out. Mm. What's on your uh, comic slate? Well, I mean a lot of old Silver Age stuff recently. Early Fantastic Four, early Fantastic Hulk, that kind of thing. Um, I don't need no more. Um, in terms of ongoing series, I am uh, Bendis' Man of Steel, which is leading into his the start of his Superman run, which is, is quite fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Jason Aaron's Avengers, which has just started, which is two issues in. I think issue three comes out today. Um, I'm not sure it's out yet. Very, very good. Also, and bonkers. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, prehistoric Avengers. What more do you want? Um, and uh, I read the first issue of Al Ewing's The Immortal Hulk, which is 
brilliant. That's well worth your time. Al Ewing um, is excellent. Yes. His run on yes. 11th Doctor for Titans amazing. Um, and I'm looking forward to slash not looking forward to the end of Transformers Lost Light because I don't want that universe and those characters to end, but the end is coming soon. Aww. Um, Bay. And they're rebooting the universe. Bay? With... Bay? No, not Bay. Good. With, with as we just discovered, one of the things that's coming is a crossover comic that I know you were doing between the 70s animated Star Trek series yeah. and the 80s Transformers cartoon. So, yeah, why not? I'm looking forward to that. Transformers, um, robots in disguise. Ooh, that almost didn't work. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite adaptation of Sherlock Holmes? Jeremy Brett, next question. House. MD. <laughs> Well, it is. It's short. It short um, comes, restructured as a medical drama. Which horror film have you seen that also left Jeremy the most Brett. profound impact on you after you watched it? It's Basil Rathbone as well. Um, horror film that left an impact after watching it? Yeah. Probably Gremlins, because I watched it when I was a young kid. And it was that ending. It was Ram Peltz's wrap-up, the whole... Um, so that's my story, friends. So next time you... Uh, you, you know, your washing machine conks out, or your VCR blows up. Before you go to the repair room, turn on all the lights, check in all the cupboards, look under all the beds, because you never can tell. There just might be a gremlin in your house. Da, 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 da. And it's just, it's, a, it's like a, ooh, little ending. That's quite good. To seven year old me, it was, what? What? There might be a what? A what? A what? I'm kind of past that now. There's a life-size one in my living room. <laughs> but at the time, that really freaked me out. That left that left a lasting impact. Um, so scary that I have to, like, hug a teddy to feel less scared. Of course. For those listening in the future, I'm holding a Gremlins plush. How about you? What, what horror film stayed with you, sir? Well. <laughs> um, a lot of them. <laughs> to answer that question. Um, I saw several horror movies, far too young, um, that left a Lasting scar on me. Um, it was only last year that I finally got round to watching the 88 remake of The Blob. Oh, God, um, yeah. Directed by Chuck Russell, written by Frank Darabont. Mm. I caught a bit of that on TV when I was too young. And wow, did that scare the shit out of me. I didn't, I didn't watch any more of it. Like, I talked like the first 15, 20 minutes of it till the moment where um, the hobo is in the hospital bed. And like, they go to, they're like, oh, this is, yeah. And yeah. they pull the sheet back and he's just gone below the neck. Mm. It's just like a gory mess. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was far too young to see that. Uh, the thing, which is my favourite movie. But I so su- I first saw it, um, or I first saw a bit of it, when I, again, when I was very little, we were on holiday. Um, I'd gone to bed, gone to bed, nah. um, and I crept out into <laughs> the the living room of the caravan, because we were on holiday, caravan park, but there's a pond in somewhere like that. And I caught... Um, up until 
the dog's face split open. Whoa. Then I went back to bed. Yeah. Because um, my parents yeah. were like, okay, well, come on then. But it's going to scare the shit out of you. And boy, it did. And uh, they were always quite open with stuff like that, which was, which was really neat. Because it made, let me made my, make my own mind up about stuff. Um, and yeah, it scared the shit out of me. So there we go. That would do um, it all right. That'll do it. Um, that would really well do it all right. My that would God. do it. Uh, right, last question. Oh, last question from the emails. Quick one as you get in the pad. Um, Guy Lambert just said, Instagram apparently going to allow uploads of a one-hour video. Will you be partaking? No, because I don't want to encourage anyone to sit like this for an hour watching a square. Yeah. Maybe um, two-minute videos. Anything to try and destroy the comedy community on Instagram would be nice. It just wouldn't be an email section without an email from Tom. <gasps> Monty. The man, the myth, the many... He is Legion. Dear Chris and Matt. Hey, Tom. This is such a weirdly specific question. I love it. Um, Hit me. <laughs> what do you think of that bit in The Girl in the Fireplace when the Doctor says, I'm not your mother to a horse? That's the entire email. <laughs> <laughs> It's what? It's wonderful, is what it is. I what? I don't remember that. Which what else is wonderful? And improv. Which what else is wonderful? And I don't remember it. What's that? The last two hours. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, of which I presume there are many of you. Um, we've got a few minutes left, so if you've got your comments, get them coming to us now. But ultimately, we got all soppy about an hour ago, so we won't dwell on it too long. But thank you for taking part in our first, maybe of more. Yeah, I imagine we'll probably do this again. Um, it's not like we've got wires trailing all over the room or anything. Oh wait, but yeah, <laughs> thank you for joining us for this nonsense, and more importantly, thank you for joining us. From whatever point you'd leapt on over the last 104 episodes. Um, it's been hard, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, really. been, it's been an interesting journey. How long did you... How, right. Thanks for coming with us on it. You, you've been, you've, you've been the, the torchbearer of this show in terms of keeping keeping it going the entire time, weekly, week in, week, in, week out. Thank you. Realistically, where did you think it might have ended when we first started? Did you think, oh no, we can do this? Or were you like, well, maybe, maybe like ten? See how we go. I just was. I didn't have an end in mind. I just was like, I didn't. I didn't even think entertain the idea that it would end. That horizon was always slightly out of reach. Yeah, I was like, no, we're just gonna keep doing it until we can't do it anymore. Oh man, it's awesome. I thought two episodes, and then um, one of us would forget how to use a microphone, or one of us would pour coffee on a laptop. We've had two laptop deaths during the duration of the show's history. True. We've... Both of them are Chris's. That's true. Uh... Max looks so great. Max never get viruses. Max never go wrong. I, I don't talk like that. <laughs> Not me. No, all the other Mac babies do. A Mac baby? Those babies that use Mac Weldon products. No, the babies you, don't you sponsor get. Us either. Babies you get on a bun in McDonald's. The McBaby. Speaking of McBaby. My little nubbins, you've been very tasty. Delicious, even. 
thank you for your filth. Thank you. Your support. If you would like to see more Big Damn Cast in a live environment, be it the stream or be it just in your living room, like two creepy home invaders, like the wet bandits, but on call. And only one of us has a beard. Actually, that's exactly like the wet bandits. But you can't hurt us by law. We are the wet bandits. Yeah. If you'd like to see wet bandits all up in your face holes in the future, do let us know here in the comments on the stream. If you're not already following Big Damn Stream here on Twitch, please do. There are weekly shows, including Big Damn Play, Adventures in Backlogging, and who knows, maybe every other week, I'm doing this. A few last comments as we begin to wrap up. Guy Lama says we'll be here in 2026 discussing 10 years of Big Damning. Until one of us dies, says Billy. Actually, no, even then, I want to hear an elderly Chris slash Matt talking to a Ouija board. Alright. Could be arranged. Uh, I could happen what is a Weggy Boy? A Weggy Boy. My favourite wet bandit is Marv, says Tom Monty. Who's your favourite wet bandit? It's you, Tom. It's all of you, Harry. You moistened lubbins. Weird to say this live with live music, but here we go. If you would like to get in touch with the show at any point, ladies and gentlemen, you can do just that by emailing bigdamncontact at gmail.com throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at BigDamCast. Watch the YouTube channel, Big Damn Channel. Big Damn Cast is up there every Friday with a shiny visual. And every like, subscribe, favourite, comment, all that good shit does help the channel grow and it helps spread the word. Yeah, it does. Let's spread the big damn love this year, ladies and gentlemen. By our third anniversary, we want to have at least three listeners. <laughs> One for every year. And of course, they're on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash big damn stream. Where can they catch you on Twitter, Matt? At the Matty Watt. Where can they catch me on Twitter, Matt? At official CDJ. Where can they catch the clap? <laughs> Everywhere if you're not careful. Wise words. Wise words that lead us into an even wiser song. Play us out, sweet prince. Play us out. Bye. <laughs> Kiss me. Definitely not.